Welcome listener, Chris here for part one of this installment of Worldwide Global News Podcast. I am joined by the lovely Anna Lee and the lovely Rob. The stories we are covering today include what time of day people start cursing, whatever happened to Eileen's underwear, and the Middle East gives a middle finger to science, and many more. Chris Austin, Anna Lee Fote, Robert Prince, here to screw up the rest of your day. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Leave it to the experts. Don't do it yourself. Let us do it for you. Luckily, everybody's in their hammock and they can't reach the off button. <laughs> They're going to have to They've listen. already set up. Yeah. They're we, not moving We've now. taken control of your... <laughs> for the next button. two hours. Yes. This is the Outer Limits of Radio. Remember that show? I sure do. This show would come... Its intro was, we've taken control of your TV. Oh. Yeah. And it would... I mean, but it was a radio show? You no, know, it was a TV show. <laughs> oh, and, and they, like, they, had the, they had like a little oscillating, uh, you know, oscilloscope thing. Uh-huh. It says, we can we control so the, the vertical. vertical and, and, and I'm like scared out of my pants because <laughs> I'm in the den all by myself and I, mom, dad having a party. I'm like, ah, mom, they're taking control of the city. <laughs> what? Here, grab a beer and go, go, back. Back. Yeah. go back to your Go back room. and watch Gilligan's Island. <laughs> That would be scary for a kid. <laughs> it was. Well, and, and a particularly bright kid. was really <laughs> scary. <laughs> so what is going on, man? Enjoying the nice day. I was going to say, besides the sunlight. Yeah. <laughs> is that what that is? No, it's been a while. <laughs> yes. Not quite sure I recognize the, the outside. The people of Vashon have come out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sunshine. That's right. The moss on my back will be <laughs> yeah. killed by the ultraviolet <laughs> rays. <laughs> moss out did not work. Yeah. <laughs> They, there was a bill to not promote neo-Nazism. Oh, I read about this. Yeah. And and I <laughs> saw the video. So the, the state senator's there and I'd like to propose a bill to, uh, you know, not promote neo-Nazism. <laughs> and then the, the head of the chamber is like, yeah, any seconds? It has to be seconded before right. the bill yeah. can get on. Nothing. What? And they left wow. it open for like 30 seconds. All right. Well, that's it. Next order of business. To not promote neo-Nazism. Nobody no seconds can second left it. it open for 30 seconds. Like, come on, Tennessee. Wow. You're making Alabama look good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't they have the train in Alabama? Oh, the poop train. Well. We've been following this for the past three weeks. <laughs> latest, latest news. The poop train. Uh, I don't have that up right now. But yes, they, uh, they, it finally got moved. What did it take? And where did it go? Yeah. <laughs> so many questions. Back in New York. Uh, yeah, you got to come back and get your... Uh, no, let's see. Here no, so this train's been sitting in Alabama for like a month at least. Right. So they, if not longer. Two. The little place where they would... The solid waste accepting place. <laughs> they they made a, uh, a little law that said you can't take out of state dookies. Right. I'm not I'm a lawyer and my yeah. jailhouse lawyer. So they basically moved the train down the track to some poor place that didn't have that long. Some and, poor and that, little city. Or yeah, a place to process it. <laughs> so, so that's where it's been sitting, but uh, And that poor town. Yeah, they finally got rid of it. I don't know. You just have to take my word. I can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone somewhere. Uh, so this is pretty funny. This was in the New York Post. Um, there was a study, I don't know, apparently a kickbox fitness company did a survey about stress and frustration and how it relates to cursing in Americans. Oh, really? Turns out the average American 
utters their first curse word of the day by 10.54 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> what <are> amateurs? <laughs> I keep <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it said uh, a study into the everyday stress and frustration of 2,000 Americans aimed to explore how much stress Americans take on and how they deal with it. Apparently, one in four don't get past 9 a.m. without cursing. Mm. But the majority swear before 11 a.m. Oh, you swore at the wrong time. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, it says even something as mundane as slow Wi-Fi is enough to send 52% of Americans. <laughs> oh, yeah. I will jack up somebody. Into a complete stranger. Cursing fit. If I don't get my cat video. If I get buffering in my <laughs> cat, cat video, forget yeah. Forget it. It is all over. It's on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, first world problems. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. So here's a, a lady in Connecticut that found a way to get rid of stress. Uh, La, hmm. Don't worry about her name. Lakha <laughs> Sherpa uh, washes dishes at the car, at the um, Whole Foods in uh, Connecticut, and for fun, she summits Everest. She what? Summits Everest. Oh, she lives in Connecticut. Yeah. Well, I'm sure she takes a plane. Well, <laughs> but like wow. how often? <laughs> That's what's my question. She's the highest mountain in Connecticut. She's 44, <laughs> a single mom, and she's now has the record eight times. What? And she's planning to go back for her ninth summit. She's. Did she take a different route or? I don't, know, many, like, I don't know whether they take different routes. I did it you know? in high heels this time. Or? <laughs> yeah. Like those people who do so, without oxygen or? Well, oh, she yeah, had that guy. She is Nepalese. Whoa. And I'm not sure if she's using oxygen or not, but she is. I think she's using oxygen, oxygen. I mean, it, it. You hold your breath and find <laughs> Everest. She's not using any oxygen. I, it's yeah, it, it's it. I'm done. <gasps> How'd you train for Everest? I held my breath in the tub. Yeah. Yeah. She has two daughters, and it's just you know spare time. I think I'll go over there and spare time. I'm gonna fly. Did you watch my kids bed. while I climb? Yeah, I just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> only be gone a few months. <laughs> Mommy needs some me time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a it's good a way. It's a mommy to... climbing wall. I'm surprised she makes enough money as a dishwasher at Whole Foods yeah. to take that many flights. Like, climbing Everest is not cheap. No, it Whoa. isn't. That's true. Well, she is a native. Maybe she Drug gets a discount. Trafficker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's taking drugs at the top of Everest. That's a drop-off point. She's selling Whole Foods over there. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's what she's doing. That's the, where the real money is. You know, some kind of organic peas <laughs> over there for 80 bucks. <laughs> Wow. Speaking of exercise. It's so nice to bring a feel-good story to you, too. Uh, you know? <laughs> Gotta mess with it somehow. You can't just have a feel-good yeah, story. Yeah, and that's it. It's out of character. It's like, next. <laughs> All right, I'll put a big X through it. Right, it's, it's over. Well, I got a feel-good story. <laughs> this one comes from Montana. This woman um, wanted to get... Uh, well, she, she wanted to buy a product from the store, and um, this was after a... Half a bottle of whiskey. Oh. <laughs> As you do. Well, put you in a shopping mood. Yeah. <laughs> so she, the store was closed. Uh-huh. So she drove through the wall. <laughs> this is a recurring yeah. theme. It is a recurring theme. Oh, no, no. It gets better. Then she brought out a sledgehammer and started busting up the place. <gasps> and she told the cops to teach them a lesson. <laughs> yeah. And it was a pot How shop. How dare they call it, it was a pot shop. But like, okay, the lesson is drink, you know, smoke pot. Don't drink half a bottle of whiskey. Whiskey. Woo. How wow. dare you close. Yes. Don't you know. Like, 
Like the Ford Explorer in the front of the store isn't enough to teach them a lesson. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to bring out a sledgehammer too. Yeah, what's the wow. mystery here? What are you trying to tell us? Really? <laughs> Man. Speaking wow. of drinking, Samuel, Samuel Taylor Coleridge. Is that a poet? It is a poet. <laughs> he uh, the Ancient Mariner? Uh, Kubrickon. And maybe also, the, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. But the Pleasure Dome of Kubrickon. Uh, well, his coffin was discovered recently. Oh. Yeah. So the romantic poet remains uh, or discovered in a London wine cellar. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd like out, to be buried in a wine big. cellar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, his great, great, great grandson said, you couldn't see it in a more appropriate place. <laughs> <laughs> he was known Apparently for his hard wino. drinking and hard life. Wow. Wow. So it's very fitting. Very yeah. fitting. It's just interesting that nobody went down for a bottle of wine. Yeah. What, 150 well, years? <laughs> was it just sitting in the wine cellar or was it buried under the ground or it something? It was evidently, you could, if you move stuff around, you could find You'd it find right it? there. Huh. Yeah. That'd be kind yeah. of creepy. The best hide and seek player ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> Is somebody Cold coming Ridge. for me? <laughs> I'm down here with the wine. I'll be fine. <laughs> and yeah. speaking of my ex, <laughs> um, this one's out of uh, England. Eileen's size 14 underwear... <laughs> Almost causes ecological disaster. Oh my god. That's gosh. the headline. Like, nah, it's boring. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently the sewer workers were uh cleaning were out, cleaning out and the this underwear almost clogged up a very important why part of the, the system. underwear in the sewer? Well, in the first there's line. an interesting point. And <laughs> why would you put your uh, name, name on, on them? <laughs> Eileen, if you it's need like your underwear. It's like a message in a bottle. <laughs> yeah. But it's underwear in the sewer. Message in the crapper. <laughs> That's the fella you want to have come to your door. Yeah. Yeah. Are these yours, <laughs> miss? Are these yours, miss? And that's how we met Dad. <laughs> so, yeah, she uh, felt that they. Uh, had lived long enough and like the goldfish. <laughs> Instead of throwing them away, <laughs> yeah. she just flushed them yeah. down the toilet. We commit yep. you to the sea. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It was Ooh. a sailor. Is that a, is that me buzzing? No, it's buzzing? something going on. I don't know. It's a buzz. That's Eileen. She's angry. <laughs> yeah, very angry. That's wow. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so did they come to her door and give them back? Or what happened like, here? Those are mine. Those yeah. are mine. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, are you sure? Is your name Eileen? You're wearing one like it right now, actually. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, man. That's only the name I like to be called when I go out at night. Eileen. Eileen. <laughs> well, I don't know the size of this woman's underwear, but in Nevada, <laughs> in Nevada a woman uh, has refused to sing the national anthem. Oh, no. Not this again. Is that oh. Colin Kaepernick? You, well, you know of this? Well, I know of the national anthem thing with the football and all that. Oh, no, this is different. <laughs> uh, she's a little upset because the stadium put in um, metal detectors. And so metal she can't. Okay. Yeah. So she says she can't exercise her Second Amendment rights and have her gun with her while she sings the national anthem at the baseball game. Mm-hmm. Where is that? Wow. You know, baseball, apple pie, and a revolver. <laughs> yeah. Well, how many people are accosted in the middle of the national anthem <laughs> at a baseball park? You know, is this Yosemite Sam? Vermits, darn vermits. That's right. Where was this? What in state? Nevada. Oh, that makes sense. You know, and it would make mm. me nervous. I was the opposing team. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? No, the, the other team is armed. Or how many least... people are packing heat? Yeah, yeah. In case their team loses. <laughs> you know, I get. Wow. 
you know, okay, <laughs> people want to own guns. That's fine. But, you know, it's it's a venue that is screening so there will be no guns inside. So who are you protecting yourself because from? given recent events, yes. there might be a reason for them reasonable, to want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and a reasonable thing. Wow. Uh, meanwhile, in Louisiana, a uh, Louisiana woman is facing burglary charges after she allegedly broke into a home. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Weird part is uh, the the owners of the home came home after work on a Tuesday and saw her naked in their bathtub eating Cheetos. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, well, what's what's the weird part? I don't know. I was wondering <laughs> the same thing. The bathtub was full of water and a plate of food, including half-eaten Cheetos, was sitting on the toilet seat next to the tub. Uh, well, they're ideal. They did not know each other. <laughs> was this Eileen? By any chance? Yeah. Evelyn Washington, <laughs> age 29. But Cheetos are ideal for the tub because they float. So if you drop one, and they turn you can water still get orange. It. It's like a bath bomb. Yeah. <laughs> From Lush, the Cheeto experience. Instead of Mr. Bubble, we got to Cheetos. Yeah. <laughs> like, you guys just coming home, seeing a stranger in your bathtub eating Cheetos? Like, they didn't steal anything except yeah. for your food. We have, like, well, maybe they brought their Cheetos. Maybe. <laughs> hey, maybe don't eat those. Those are mine. <laughs> sure, you can have your tub water back. Oh, tub water. She mm. just wanted a bath and a snack. I mean, <laughs> is that asking is that too a much? Crime? Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> if it's someone else's, actually, it is. Well, here's something we all wanted to do uh, in SeaTac, Washington. Whoa, oh, yes. yeah, local. Little homegrown stuff here. The Department of Transportation, you know, the big signs that they have over the freeway the interstate that says you know congestion ahead or yeah and they can change those as needed oh i saw this one (laughs) you suck (laughs) wow so that's the state (laughs) telling the ridership (laughs) you suck (laughs) wow please turn around and go home (laughs) wherever you came from yes welcome to washington what happened did somebody get the university wrong (laughs) you know it's like Oh, it yeah, wasn't you suck. It, it, it wasn't was, a W. They, yeah, you dub. You dub. You suck. It was like uh, voice recognition. You dub. <laughs> it got confused. They were just yeah. It was mind thinking. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't have on your tinfoil hat. <laughs> oh boy! All right, what are we doing? Time for music or what? Oh, I got one more here, real okay. quick. Even- Scott Pruitt, our favorite guy uh, in the Environmental Protection Agency, is being all. Looked into again by the Congress Someone government else is being accountability. Again. <laughs> yeah, like, like we don't have enough to do. Well, this guy is a gem. You know, he takes taxpayer planes to private events. And oh yeah, yeah. With the security detail twice the president's size. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's so he decided that he needed a phone booth in his a, a, a soundproof phone booth in his what? office, which turned out to be forty three thousand dollars to install. Wait, so he actually got it? Yeah. That's the that's <laughs> what's so upsetting about the, this guy. He's everything he wants, he gets. The cone of silence. How well, that's you, exactly like, what I was thinking. How do you do that? How do you just go up and say, "Build a soundproof telephone booth in my office"? I like, who says yeah. yes to that? Uh, uh, what? I don't know. <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> I just like it because well, regular people can't get a pen. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right. How do you get a soundproof phone booth? It, wh- yeah, what, what do you need one for? <laughs> do you get to, We're all you just baffled beyond words. You get to take it with you, like when you leave. Well, the next guy will have to have his own. You know, it's like every time a congressman goes in, he remodels. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Can't mm. use that desk. That desk has been used. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, well, this is the appropriate t- song I have here. I think. Okay, middle finger found in surprising place. 
alters our understanding of human history. What? Yeah, that, that sounds boring. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Did they find it in like hieroglyphics or something? They found it in Saudi Arabia. So which now it's a probably universal <laughs> sign of. <laughs> Proctology invented in Saudi Arabia. (laughs) These two camel caravans. Hey, yeah, that was it first. Get out of here. No, uh, that camel has a temperature. (laughs) They uh, they found a human finger, which meant that uh, humans left Africa about fifty thousand years earlier. So they were. Did they find the actual finger? Yes. You know the bone. Oh, <laughs> she's still picturing a severed finger in a box. <laughs> no, I was picturing like a cave drawing of somebody with a middle finger. Oh. <laughs> Screw you, cave bears! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had that totally wrong. Take that, landlord! I'm out yeah. of this cave. <laughs> Neanderthals rule. <laughs> okay, that's way more. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that would indeed alter. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'd be like, oh, then it was the universal sign <laughs> even way back then. <laughs> yeah. oh. oh, man. That's why I'm not a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me very blatantly how things went otherwise. <laughs> All right. Wow. What, do you, what do you got, Rob? Uh, road safety measure. We were talking, uh, let's see, last week about the cuts in the road that make the noise. Rumble strips. Rumble strips. <laughs> Yeah, check out the big brain on her. Um, so they're evidently all over the world. And in the Netherlands, they put in some rebel strips to keep people from running off the side of the road. Yes. A lot of bike riders there. Yeah. They're going to be mad. Yes. Lots of bike riders going to be <laughs> mad. But they uh, have arranged them so they play the uh, regional, national, or regional anthem of the area. And so it's become a tourist attraction. So people purposely drive down the road <laughs> on the side Going, oh wow, yeah, and it's starting. That sounds safe. Yeah, <laughs> let's run on the safety measure device. Yeah, and it's also starting that to drive seem like a very good idea. Drive some of the locals a little batty because yeah. they just they're just hearing, that <laughs> just hearing this anthem again. over and over at different pitches depending on the speed of the cars. So, well, you may be wondering why we have three hundred cyclists on the island. Oh, do tell. This yeah, we is, haven't talked about that yet. Yeah, this is the Major Taylor ride put on by Cascade Cycling Club. And uh, it's um, the purpose of it is to raise money for the Major Taylor Project, which reaches out to, uh, I think, uh, urban, um, lower socioeconomic groups and teaches them the bike, teaches them how to fix bikes. Bike safety. Uh, bike safety, all that good stuff. And so they get to experience the wonders of Cycling over rumble strips. Uh, <laughs> and make music. <laughs> but I think it's interesting. And cycling on Vashon. Yes. It's not so enjoyable sometimes. <laughs> uh, but I think what's uh, interesting is Major Taylor himself. And he was a uh, he was an African-American born in uh, about 1878, I think. And he became a professional cyclist in uh, 1896, 18 years old. Um, and his father was a Civil War veteran. And he worked for a very wealthy family in Indiana and that gave young Major Taylor access to a bicycle. And he, uh, um, you know, they they moved away and they gave him the bicycle and he learned a trick ride on it. And he was paid $6 a day or $6 a week to do trick rides in front of this bicycle shop. And they gave him a little Civil War uniform. And that's how he got the nickname Major Taylor. Hmm. And he became the world's most famous athlete because he cycled. Cycling was at its zenith. Because it was a it was a new thing and uh, racing was just out of this world. People paid so much money to see it, and so many people would go to see it. They'd even have like six day races where they would race 
on a track for six days. Wow. They'd have little teams. and they feel kind of bad for the riders. That's got to be Yeah. Boring. Well, the idea was you could come in at any time of right. the day. And, 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 They're still racing. Yeah. So he became an extremely wealthy man. Hmm. Uh, and he unfortunately died in poverty in the last two years of his life. But he was so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There was so much racism mm-hmm. in cycling because it was a really white male dominated sport. He was the only black guy doing it. And they did everything in the, wor- in the world to try and make him not win the race. You know, they block mm. him out, they do all these things. But he was so good and he dominated the sport and he was a complete gentleman. And he really was, uh, a, a, you know, a, um, what do you call it? Icon? Icon. Icon and also an example for everyone because he was in the face of such, you know, ridiculous... Adversity? <laughs> God. Yes. Yes, what Rob said. <laughs> Jerkazor. Uh, so anyway, that's that's what's going on on the island. That's the the purpose of all these nice people riding. So yeah, all of these people I think had to raise money to ride. Yeah, um, which then goes to the major Taylor project. Which and I think I don't know if they know said. if they, maybe they got radios on. They could this, the money is supposed to be dropped off here at the studio. <laughs> yeah, hey, maybe not. Maybe that's major fraud. There we go. <laughs> anyway, cool story. I didn't know any of that. Yeah, I had it, heard of the Major Taylor Project, and I just assumed it was something Seattle-related. Yeah. Never well, he thought to actually look it up. <laughs> born in Indiana, um, lived most of his life in Chicago, but he raced all over the world. I mean, he was in Australia and Europe and- That's so cool. Everywhere. Kicking wow. butt. And taking names. That's right. The things we teach you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Click all the radios. <laughs> Chris again, and thank you for listening to the Worldwide Global News Podcast. If you liked it, please tell a friend or consider becoming a subscriber, and you'll be notified every week about new content. Let me know in the comments on how we're doing. I hope you'll stay for part two of this podcast, but if you can't, then good night and good news.